0: hello and welcome to homespun wisdom talks with my neighbor with myself sarah sharman and daniel confino daniel are you okay over there you look very comfortable and well set up
1: Yes, Sarah. Well, thanks for noticing. I'm actually in Dolly, you know, a 1970 VW camper van parked outside the house in, in France. And Jane has spent so long making this van into a, the most beautiful space and, and, and so well equipped for every eventuality. You know, uh-huh. We have entertainment, we have a bed, we oh. have food of every description, sources and and so, you know, this is this is a place we can spend weeks in quite happily when we're traveling around Spain. In fact, I mean, one, one, one amusing uh, example of that was we, we actually chose and every year we, we spend a month in some place we choose for slightly random reasons. One year it was the Isle of Mull, which is that lovely island off the west coast of Scotland. If you're looking for it, it looks like the one of a kid who's sitting down on the floor, leaning over, tying up his shoelace. Wow. Um, I was, um, and um, I always remember that uh, there's a, a bit of a custom on the Isle of Mull, um, in that they have a single strip of tarmac running around you know all the roads and little pools to the side occasionally where you have a passing point, mm. and the custom is that when two vehicles see each other because they they can always see a passing point at any point in the road. You know, so one of them, one of you can duck out of the way. right? And there's no rule about who does it, but you know, somebody or other makes the, makes the offer. And on one occasion we were driving along and there were two cars that ducked out of the way ahead. And so we were coming through and, uh, and then a third car came up behind the other two. And for some reason decided not to wait, not to wait behind the two that were already there but just to come straight up and met us head on in oh. the impassable place in the middle of, um, you know, the single track. And I, I hadn't had to deal with anybody in those circumstances, but I got out and um, went to have a word with him. And he went down the window and I said, look, I don't know what you've got on board there. He was in a Ford Fiesta, you know, maybe just in a hurry to go to work or something. I said, but what we've got is, you know, uh, enough food for a, a week, you know, endless bottles of wine, ice, mixers, Um gins um we've got entertainment we can turn this into a double bed and we're not moving you know what have you got (laughs) um and he had nothing of course you know he he was (laughs) he he realized he was going to lose this because i looked serious (laughs) that we were just going to get the deck chairs out and make ourselves a campari you know an orange which was ready to go and just wait to see who cracked first so um you know he had to do some extraordinary thing go up the bank to the side and endanger himself to get round, which I wasn't prepared to help him at all.
0: He didn't decide to uh, stay and have a Campari with you both?
1: No, he didn't. So, yes, that was um, sort of further evidence of, of how when you're travelling. You know you, you know, you once said, before you go on a long journey, you should always have snacks. Yeah. And you mentioned this, you know, be ready with snacks and things. Well, we've just taken that to, you know, the, the, the logical extreme, which is we have everything you could possibly dream of. Uh, ready to go in this van so yep make a cup of coffee campari and orange gin and tonic bottle of red wine some decent food you know unfortunately mostly in cans and things but we got again we collected these amazing little pots of things like crab pate and mm. and oat cakes and things. so you know we, we could we could make somebody's life a real misery if they had to observe all this for a week yeah. Uh, and we've got endless entertainment and we have power. I've got three leisure batteries in here so we can power up things for, for a week. Uh, yeah, and we, we, we're we pretty bulletproof when it comes to um, being a bloody nuisance on a single track, ro- single track road.
0: Some may say a bloody nuisance or the host with the most.
1: The host with the most. and Yep. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming up with that tag. I'm going to pin that somewhere on the windscreen.
0: Yeah, I can get you one of those peelable stickers to just add to the van. Oh, it
1: says Jane and Daniel, one of those. Oh, yeah. Jane's brought another cup of coffee.
0: Jane, 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 she's such a star.
1: Thank you so much. Oh, oh look oh, at yes. that. It's like, it's like a relay. Thank you. Merci.
0: Turn up at Chateau like- Confino and you will get the best
1: service. Oh, that's great. And this is, you know, this is whilst the van is stationary. <clears throat> Things get better on the road.
0: Well, Daniel, it sounds like that van can host quite a bit.
1: Yes, she is a party animal.
0: A party in, animal.
1: In fact, what we're going to do with her later is drive her the short distance down to the, uh, the beach, which faces west, so you've got the fabulous sunset over the water. Yeah. And she is effectively shaped. You can shape this van to be a bar... Um, a nightclub, a bed. And at the moment, she's shaped as a bar, which means that all the space is given over to drinks, places to put all the kits you need for drinks, uh, ice cubes, massive selection of booze. And we just go down to the front, put on some music. Has to be French, because we're in France, you know, to avoid upsetting the locals. And they quite like Francoise Hardy, I've noticed. So we mm-hmm. generally start with Francoise Hardy. And then um, people will start coming and talking to us, asking about the van, telling us their van stories. Everyone seems to have a VW camper van story. I don't know where they get mm. them from. And um, we'll offer them a drink, be a good host. Yes. Be hospitable. I um, am
0: fortunate enough to have shared an evening on the seafront in Dolly with the yeah, we've
1: of- met. S- we've met so many people through what I call Club Dolly, where we check people out a bit, you know, if they seem nice, if they seem to have a long connection with um where we are Stella Plage, you know, they've got a house here or they've been coming on holiday yeah. for years and years. And then we we favor them with our with our hospitality.
0: Yes, which you and Jane, I must say, your hospitality is like next to none. And from I guess listeners, you have heard stories throughout our our series of podcasts about jane and daniel and they are just the most welcoming people and put on a good spread and provide a, a very good gnt
1: yes well jane um i can never get jane a satisfactory gin and tonic at a bar I and mean, even if they call it large mm. we end up having to get extra gin somehow into the drink uh wow. she used to travel around india with a 20 centiliter water bottle full of gin so you could just slap in more <laughs> um but yeah she she just puts the very merest dash of tonic on a huge gin and yeah. that's her version of gin and tonic so um yeah but when you do it yourself you can do it exactly the way you want it and it's a lot cheaper i bought gin on the boat over, knocked out the price, actually. Oh,
0: gosh. Yes, I should actually get you to stock up on some wine for me on your return, or maybe well, I'll pop there, there are over. A new and... rule.
1: There are new rules, you know, that you can't take as much as you want now. You used to be able to take as much as you wanted, provided it was for your personal consumption. Now there are limits on how many litres of this, or bottles of that. Mm-hmm. It's all gone to hell in a ha- in a handbasket.
0: I mean, that's not now, really good uh, hospitality for people visiting and wanting to take some of what the country has to offer back with them as long as it's so not what, illegal artifacts then let's do well, it can
1: a country be hospitable as well as a person
0: oh yes
1: i mean so when we come to france do they make us feel welcome yeah that's,
0: you know, that's a community
1: welcome well you know are the brits welcome in france anymore or are we just considered like we're not even european anymore I mean, do they prefer the Romanians and the Bulgarians to the Brits now, even though we're neighbors?
0: Mm. Only time. But I think, but what, now. Do you,
1: what do you think the uh, essential requirements of, of being a good host are, of being hospitable?
0: Ooh. Always have some food available to offer, and yep. a drink, and just a nice, friendly atmosphere.
1: Yes. I mean, you can make your guests feel very uncomfortable quite easily by being a bit fussy and telling them not to do this and not to put that there. And I I think coasters are one of the worst things.
0: What's that, coasters?
1: Yeah, the people that rush around putting coasters under your drink or telling you not (gasps) to put, you know, because they they, they spend their whole life trying to prevent this beautiful table being marked or something. They just sort of should have got themselves a table that could take a bit of... Rough and tumble. You know, if you yes. buy a table and spend your whole life worrying about whether someone's going to put a drink on it, mm. a hot drink or a cold drink, you, know, you just drive yourself mad and you make them feel uncomfortable too. Just get yourself a stone top table or a tiled table or something that, you know, who cares? Have a four mica table. Just get on with your life, you know. Yes,
0: yes. So if They're you know you've got so... people coming, just put a tablecloth and, and a heat proof mat down. So yep. Oh no! Don't put it down just yet. Yeah, those. Oh gosh. Then you, especially if they give you the fine bone china. Oh, we've got our finest china out for you. Mm, yeah. <gasps> it reminds me of. Did you ever watch Keeping Up Appearances?
1: No. Oh, no, I didn't
0: Daniel's classic British comedy. Whenever Al- I think her name was Alice would pop round to Mrs. Bouquet's house, she'd be trembling with the teacup of. N- because of her nerves, of like she'd be so worried she'd spill it, or Mrs. Bouquet or Bucket would be, oh Alice, don't do this, don't do. This. I don't know whether her name was Alice, but you you invite people into your house and then you make them want to leave within minutes. It's it, it's crazy that that show nailed, uh, <laughs> yeah, uptight.
1: Yeah, I mean um, there are there's a type of um, person that always. You feel you have to be on your best behaviour, and funny enough, the more you worry about spilling something on their, you know, very white carpets, the more you're likely to do it. You know, the more accident prone you're going to be because of your nervousness and clumsiness and awkwardness that they that they make.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, yeah, and then they they, everything's always such a, a kerfuffle. You know, everything's so difficult. They make you a cup of tea, and it's like. You know, they've had to go to the ends of the earth for for you, you know, Mm. come in with a big sigh and put the tray down heavily on the table, you know, just to sort of emphasize what a big effort they've made, what a lot of trouble it's been. Mm. And the tea's probably awful. In fact, the best place I went to was our landlady um, lives. She's a a widow now and, and she has money and she has a butler who lives Ooh. at the end of the garden, above the garage. Oh, wow. And he comes in and makes tea, a very good cup of tea. In fact, he caught me the other day in the street and gave me a box of tea uh, of tea bags. What tea bags does, love...
0: does he use?
1: They were very exotic. They looked like they were made out of ladies' nylon stockings.
0: Mm.
1: Very shiny, you know.
0: Hopefully not the stockings used for the fan belt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a fan museum, so, you know, that, that could be. <laughs> Yeah. So there are people that, that just make you feel uncomfortable and there are others who, when they say make yourself feel at home, mm. what does that mean? Does that mean you can go snooping around oh, I, and looking, I feel looking in the cupboards?
0: No, but do you know what? I had a friend come to my flat <laughs> around my birthday and a few of friends were here and one of them was like, so-and-so was going through your cupboard. She was in the drinks cabinet. She was going through the kitchen. I was like, was she? What was she looking for? She's like, oh, I don't think she was looking for anything in particular. She was just going through the cupboards. I was like, yeah. okay, <laughs> whatever goes. But well, then, I, yeah.
1: I was
0: just saying, making yourself at home. I think I, I very much do that when I visit you and Jane. I kick my shoes off. I become part of the furniture. To the extent, some places where I do this frequent, I just... Make sure I've got a pair of slippers there
1: for when I'm round. I think you've got a <laughs> pair of boots there, which Jane may have bought for you or something. So, yeah, yeah you're quite, uh, quite well installed, really. Yeah. I mean, that, that is taking hospitality to an, an absurd length. But what are the duties on the guest? I mean, we all know what the host has to do, provide mm. a inviting environment, give you food and drink, make, put on some music maybe make sure that you're well settled, um, you know, have a polite conversation. But what's the duty on the guest? To go snooping?
0: Oh, no. I always feel, uh, well, not that I feel, lend a hand. Sometimes people stand there and they really don't know what to do when they're in someone else's house. And if if you're sat awkwardly... Just try and loosen up or just say, oh, do you want a hand with something? And then they can relax a bit more and feel at home.
1: Mm. Do you know the world falls neatly into two categories?
0: Chaos uh, and order. Of,
1: uh, well, yes, that's one of them. But there's another There's another um, distinction you can make between people who say, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. Yeah. Or let me know if there's anything I can do. And they, they do nothing, those people. They're just oh. making themselves feel better and then there's a sub person who doesn't need to ask they can see that there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs hefting out to the kitchen
0: yeah
1: and they just get on with it and say have you got a tray i'll take this out there's a you know and it's the same bunch of people that are the virtue signalers you know the ones that don't do anything about the issues in the world but like to wear a t-shirt about mm. how eco this they are or how you know um woke they are or whatever it is you know something they're saving the world one T-shirt slogan, one tweet at a time, um, but actually doing nothing and just virtue signaling, trying to make themselves feel better about their miserable life. Um, yeah. And then the people who just get on with it, the doers. In fact, I I was stopped to fill up Dolly with petrol on the way over here, mm. and this guy and Dolly gets a lot of attention. You know, if you stop at a petrol station, people are going to come up to you and say, "Any chance I could spend the rest of my life with you?" <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm tempted, actually. Um, <laughs> I mean, a six-foot blonde, you know, it's it's not... No. Look. <laughs> More seriously, this chap came up to me, and he, he's, he had some kayaks strapped to his Mercedes estate. And he told me that the world breaks down into the doers and the watchers. Mm. Um, he said that, you know, he he obviously, obviously was disabled in some way, had a very bad limp. I guess once he gets in his kayak, he's fine because, you know, he's he's floating then. His legs aren't needed and his arms were fine. So he, yeah. he was saying that about eight o'clock, the doers turn up and at 11 o'clock, the watchers turn up. Mm. And it's quite useful, this, you know, the, the dividing the world into the, the people that don't do anything, but like to make themselves feel better yeah. and the people that just get on and do it. And, you know, he had another way of viewing that, which is the doers and the watchers.
0: Yes. Yeah, I guess he- you yeah. get in that situation you do find out who who is going to be more proactive but it's funny because I, I can't remember where i was but uh someone said oh let me know what did they say if group of people like oh let me know if you want any help and then there was a joke about oh you offer the help but you don't actually help it's the british way oh god where was i and i was like well no really if you want help let me know i think we'll move in some garden furniture And they're like, oh, no, no, everyone, don't worry, I'm fine, I've got this. They really weren't fine. But everyone, as they had offered the help, that was enough for them. But I don't know how people can sit there and not help. So I got up and I'm shifting things with them. I was like, we can all get this done quickly. I think I was at work, actually, and it was some event. But uh, things just get done quicker and you you're not left sweating and struggling whilst people are there having a nice relaxing time then everyone can drink and have a nice relaxing time
1: yeah I mean the um the most extreme example of this is you know it's all very well having people come around for a cup of tea Mm. come around for dinner Sunday lunch but when they stay when they stay with (gasps) you then you get into a whole new realm of you know what are the respective duties I mean We've had a lot of people who stay and they just think we're a hotel here in France here. You know we have
0: right.
1: enough rooms and things to put up a few people and um and people love to come here. In fact it's a very good stop for people on a longer journey because they get over the tunnel or the ferry and, and they can come down here and spend the night here.
0: Yeah.
1: Be treated royally. I'll probably do a massive barbecue for them and then they can in the morning they can disappear. Mm. And they they do just treat you like a hotel, you know, even to the extent of um One, you know, dictating what sort of tea and what sort of fake milk they want in their tea (laughs) and what temperature they want the tea, what time they want the tea, what shape of cup or mug they want the tea Mm. Um, and, um, you know, whether asking whether we have any coasters, of course, Mm. to put under the tea. Yeah, Yeah. coasters, that's the first sign that things aren't going to go well is when somebody rushes around putting coasters everywhere. Uh, Um,
0: But how do you prepare when you know guests are coming so you've got your place in France so you must have a very regimented uh, process for when people are coming Jane's mentioned the changing of the beddings everything has to has to be done I know if I've got people coming here it it doesn't really take me much I I think I'm always good to go at all times but uh, my my house is not Grand Central Station or charles de gaulle airports in your case
1: well yeah i mean you people expect a certain standard of everything well thank you just been brought a cup of tea in the van here thank you my sweet hostess with the mostess there we go uh oh no coaster oh that's right it's a four mica (laughs) table (laughs) how thoughtful of me (laughs) thank you for the tea um yeah so um when they stay overnight you know they expect the linen to have been freshly laundered, even if they're staying one night. You know, mm. and um, they expect new towels, um, slippers, maybe a bathrobe to go into our hot tub. Mm. Um, you know, um, maybe they've been thoughtful and brought a bottle of champagne or something. That's always the minimum sort of present that I expect is a bottle of champagne. Uh, but some people don't bring anything, and some people don't send a thank you card afterwards. Oh no! Which is a bit naughty. I think that if if you stayed with somebody, you need to send a thank you card.
0: Yes, yeah, so I was kicking you know, myself the, the other day because I'd written out a thank you card for some my ex neighbors who live below me. I ended up at their staying at their house. We just went out for a wild swim, and then they were like, "Oh, Sarah, don't drive back. Let's." Let's have some wine and some good food and you can stay the night. They even insisted I had a bath in their roll top plunge. It was was great. So I'd written out a a thank you card and then I was meant to post it on the way to uh, a festival I was going to. But I left my bag with my phone charger, my purse and everything at home. So it's going to be a late thank you card. But at least it's a thank Mm. you.
1: I mean, I was always so hospitable with young ladies when I was unmarried and you know interested in in all of that i I would always offer them a bed for the night you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I would promise them um you know a fabulous breakfast in the morning as well because mm. I, I think the least you can do for anyone that's bothered to spend the night with you is um is rebuild their body, you know which was probably left as some sort of ramshackle you know shell of its former self after a, a good night with me yeah um so uh, yes yes i mean offering somebody a bed for the night seems seems pretty hospitable
0: yes i think like you are uh, not with bedwise. like you i i'm a bit of a feeder so one of my old housemates when they came back from a the date they were they were famished And I was like, oh, didn't this person offer you any food? Like, you can tell when someone's hungry. I definitely would not go out on a date if I was hungry because if there was no food available, it's just going downhill. They're like, no, no, no. I was like, well, what did you do if you... Actually, I shouldn't ask what they did. But if you're at someone's house or you've popped by someone's house, glass of wine, a few olives. Olives are great to have as a little nibble and nuts even if you can't provide a, a full meal just have something ready to go tea biscuits cake
1: I mean chaps always want a pizza after sex don't they
0: ah uh, I've not encountered that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean you know the, you know you know that advertisement you know if, if Heineken was it Heineken or Carlsberg did something it would look like this you know, it's always like a fantasy isn't it
0: oh yes,
1: yeah is it Heineken I, I can't remember. America.
0: Other brands are available, or a steak. Yeah. Some some guys think, "Oh, yeah, we'll have we'll have a steak as well." I'm like, "Where are you whipping up a steak from?" After
1: I mean, as a young man, I always had a, my dirty stop out kit with me. Mm. You know, so that if I if I made it to home base, I, I wouldn't have to use the toothbrush, and I'd have all the requisites I would need. Yes. Um, you know, for a, an overnight stay including a clean shirt and a change of of knickers.
0: Hmm. Where would you keep this all? Are you going around in a car?
1: I mean, I I, I had a briefcase with with maybe one sheet of paper in it and it was basically my overnight bag.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah, Hmm. you should always be prepared for a DSO, as I I called it.
0: I mean, I always carry a toothbrush around with me, not on the uh, off chance I'm staying out, but it's the long days I'd like to freshen up my my
1: mouth
0: in air. Yeah. If a girl's
1: forgotten her toothbrush, I'm always prepared to let her use my willy as a toothbrush. Oh,
0: my goodness. Oh, dear. Mm, Extra floss Um, available should you require it. Oh, dear. I think we're losing listeners by the moment, aren't we, Daniel?
1: Well, I know we're coming to the end of Series 3 at some point, so, you know, I'm just sort of really trying to see if we can go for broke now. You know, will will the numbers go up or down if we behave badly? I mean, I I always want to behave badly, and you've tried to keep a lid on it, but, you know, really, this is me.
0: Yes, and we can and only trying... be who we are. And, Daniel, I I'm,
1: need...
0: I'm slowly just, like, letting you run riot on this show.
1: Well, maybe you're becoming more like me. Maybe you're seeing it more from the Daniel Confino perspective.
0: Well, I, I mean, think like, I'm just let in my truth my true self show I mean you saw you saw me when I was uh, very merry one evening and you're like Sarah you're fun generally but after a few you were really good fun yeah I did not require any items from his briefcase <laughs> but uh well,
1: that's why yeah. it's called a briefcase you see I mean there's, there's a clue in the name you have briefs in there don't you yeah,
0: so, yeah. That's, that's okay. good. Yeah. Yep. So no, I think, yeah, I'm sure our listeners have thought that this show has gone from good to great. To smutty. And slutty. <laughs> smutty,
1: smutty, smutty. Um, well, look, I mean, there are other podcasts they can listen to. Mm. So is this show even a place where we can be hospitable? Are we being hospitable to our audience? Are they our guests? Yeah. And are we the hosts? We are the hosts, aren't so we? We are
0: the hosts, yeah. So
1: what are, when when you do a show like a podcast,
0: mm.
1: what's the deal between the hosts and the guests, the guests being our listeners?
0: We just make sure that they are comfortable <laughs> listening to what we're saying. But then we don't know if they
1: are uncomfortable. No, we don't we don't want them to be comfortable. We want them to go away thinking, wow, that was 30 or 40 minutes, really well spent. I was entertained, I learned something. Made me think harder about stuff that I do, which, you know. Never really reflected upon mm. like this whole business of you know being a host. I mean, we all like to be. We haven't been big hosts for a long time. This is all going to come back now, isn't it? You know, yeah. in the um, I've noticed when you go to a restaurant now and for a short period, they treat you like royalty because you haven't, they haven't had customers, mm. and um, and suddenly. Your, you know, the novelty of you being a customer this is so huge. Of course, it will wear off, like everything. Like, we banged pots and pans for the NHS for a few weeks. Yeah. And then we went back to watching Netflix or whatever we did. You know, um, very hard to keep that sort of, you know, energy going. Yeah. But I, I think in treating our, our guests, our listeners, you know, we, mm. we treat them with respect. We try and entertain them. No. We can't feed them, we can't give them drinks, you know, but we, we, we can entertain them.
0: No, but if they were to and, ever um, find themselves in South East London <laughs> and you get accosted by us in the park, yeah, who knows what would happen.
1: Yes, yes. So um are you planning any big parties, you know, any any celebrations?
0: Uh, not as such. Hopefully my nephew and niece will be able to come and visit. Uh, during the summer holidays this year. So that's always a few days of manic planning, making sure they're getting a lot of culture, a lot of outdoor activity and comfort. So, yeah, that's when I become the ultimate hostess.
1: With the mostess.
0: With the mostess. yeah super aunt so that's when I that's when I uh excel at my at my best but my door is always open I love a social ambush I've always got biscuits available I've got a lovely big box of shortbread biscuits and I bought a fancy tin of biscuits and Mm. tea's ready I had someone pop by today they were viewing a room that we've got available they looked a bit hot I was like can I get you some water they're like, no, 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 it's fine. I was like, please, like it's no trouble at all. And then another so he took some uh, water. How do you
1: how do you deal with people when they say no, but you know they're just being polite to use that word? You know, they're like they're refusing water or, or drink or but you know they're just being polite. They don't want to make a fuss, they don't want to cause you any trouble. So they'd rather say no, but you can tell from everything else about them, like the fact yeah. they're sweating profusely, gasping mm-hmm. for air. Um, clutching at their throat, <laughs> 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 writhing in agony on the floor, cool. uh, um, that they actually do need some help or something, and that how do you deal with the people that don't invite you to to help them? How do you just override that?
0: Well, oh, sometimes I say, "Well, I'm getting myself a glass, so I'll just bring one in for you."
1: So, just do it. Yeah. Just don't ask them; just do it.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah.
1: Uh, and then you, but a... you just make sure the coaster. <laughs> just make sure the coaster is underneath, please. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they, this yeah. one did look for a coaster, but it was across the room. I was really? like, don't worry about it. Yes, yes. That's uh, good points there. But uh, what's the so other... So you,
1: you think when you're looking for a new tenant, um, that the way you treat them is going to indicate something about the culture, the ethos, the the style of the house? Oh, yeah. If you're accommodating, welcoming, if you... Um, are um, inviting if you give them a drink make them feel comfortable then that's all part of the deal isn't it
0: yes yeah you have to set uh, a standard otherwise whew, some people have slipped through the let's neck. do a
1: little let's do a little role play okay i'm coming to see your flat mm-hmm. and you're going to be the hostess with the mostess and then the hostess from hell or we can swap but i can be that what would you rather be the hostess with the mostess or the hostess from hell
0: I'll be the hostess with the mostess because I like okay. it when you get hellish, Daniel. <laughs>
1: okay, ding dong.
0: Oh, hello! I'm Sarah. You must be Daniel. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm, I'm the one that I spoke to you about maybe taking a room in your house.
0: Yes, do come in. It's all the way to the top. So, uh, yeah, really? yes, uh, indeed. So, uh, any chance of
1: a push? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah oh uh, yeah, if you just go ahead, that's fine.
1: Actually, I prefer it when you go ahead of me.
0: Mm, yes, uh, only on the way down. Whoa. <laughs> uh Okay, um, so yes. we'll start off with a quick tour, and then I'll show you the room that's available. okay?
1: Oh, wait a minute. I, I thought we could just sit down for a minute and-, and I could have a fizzy water with lots of ice and some you know roses um, lime juice. Uh, and-, and you could just talk to me about everything for a few minutes. Just give me an idea.
0: Oh, no, let, let's let see everything. And then any questions you have about the rooms, I can answer them. And then, yeah, I'll
1: bring you. We've got some. posters with a moasters, I think. Oh, okay, all right. I'll yes. go along with that. All right, let's go and have a look.
0: So here we have the bathroom. Uh, as you can see, we have a bidet with that fancy. Double basins. Good pressure shower and a bath. Uh, okay, and then we've got the lounge here. So dining room area there. And you know, sofas. Everyone is welcome here. We share some space together, we socialize together sometimes, but often you might find yourself home alone. Okay, the kitchen. Generally clean up after yourself, try not to leave crumbs anywhere, make sure the dishes are put away and everything. So just nice and respectful for the next person to come in. All right, let's head upstairs and I'll show you the room that's available. Okay. Mm, all right
1: i'm gonna cut this short i mean you're, you're giving me a house tour
0: yes yeah, so now I we don't... come back downstairs any questions can i get you some some drinks um any? i've got some nibbles do you need a tissue you're looking a... <laughs> <laughs> You look... i had to do um... that the other week some guy was sweating profusely and i didn't want to ask him for a tissue i just Threw the box of tissues at him. He was like, "Oh, thank you."
1: I was, yeah. Really, I think really I think this this whole idea. I think we're getting to the to the point where there are situations where you don't want to ask and or even you know give them the chance to be polite and say no. You just do it. Yeah. I was once on the train. I must have had a nicked myself shaving in the morning and not realised because I must have just rushed out. Mm. So I was bleeding, <gasps> and this guy. Looked at me and just took out a tissue and dabbed my wound. Oh, not nice. like he even uh, gave me the tissue to do it because he knew I couldn't see or didn't know where it was because otherwise I would have done something. So he just took the initiative and um, and dabbed my my bleeding cut.
0: And how um, did you react to that? Because some men may well, have. We've just...
1: been we've been living together for the last twenty years. Um, oh. No. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I just thought it was very friendly and
0: that is very motherly.
1: Yes, that trap, that trap would be an excellent host, wouldn't he? You you imagine?
0: Yes, this guy. That because we have attic rooms, so it does get quite warm up there. So once this guy had climbed the three sets of staircase to get into the flat and upstairs, he was hot. He was already hot to begin with. Then we were upstairs in the attic area. He was dripping at this point you know you want to say something but you don't want to say something all right i brought him down water tissue and he was so relieved because he didn't want to draw attention to himself but
1: yeah all right let's reverse roll sarah you ring the bell
0: ding dong hello
1: oh hi um you must be sarah
0: I am, yes.
1: So I, I yeah, here to see the room if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, come on. why don't you just come in? could you take your shoes off, please, before you go upstairs? Yeah, that's no
0: problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much.
0: Okay.
1: Um, maybe we could just sit down for a few minutes in the lounge and I'll just tell you how the house works before we go any further. Are you okay with that?
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Thank you.
1: Um could you could you sit in that seat? No, not that one. No, no, not, not that one. That one in the... cook you sit in that one, please? Yeah. Right,
0: yeah. Okay, thank you.
1: Um, do you like anything to drink? I mean, I can, I can probably do some water.
0: Mm, I'm okay, thanks.
1: No, no, I mean, you know, you you look hot and sweaty, so I'm, I'm sure you'd like some water.
0: Okay, thank you, thank you, let, yes. Let, that would let, actually, let me get
1: some water. That'll, um,
0: that'll actually be great.
1: Try not to spill it, actually. The, the floor is, is, is um, you know, very sensitive. Oh, and, and could you put that coaster under your glass on the, on that table? No, actually, don't use that table. Use the table on the other side.
0: I'll just hold it.
1: You can just hold it. Yeah, and it's quite sweaty. You know, quite there's condensation. Don't, don't don't drop it. You know, I'm I'm worried about the floor. The landlady is very sensitive about things like that.
0: Okay, uh, so uh, where should I put it?
1: <laughs> on on the on the table to your right you know, the, the, the marble top table. Oh, God, um, no. Now, how long did you stay at your last place? A year. Really? And did they ask you to leave?
0: No, I just felt it was time
1: to go. I see. Yes. All right. And um, look, um, sorry, I can see there's some crumbs on the floor where you're sitting. Um, just, just a minute. I'm going to get a dustpan and brush. I'll only okay. be a second. Can you lift your feet up, please? there we go oh that, that's that's better we, we, we don't like any kind of mess uh, in uh, in this house yeah no, do you that, have that, a
0: cleaner that.
1: no 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 and uh, you're not allowed you know you're not allowed to leave any washing up uh, around you have to immediately remove everything that you've used really we, we work on the basis that we don't know you're here you oh. No. when you've used the bathroom there's no evidence that you exist when you've used the kitchen there's no evidence that you exist okay Uh, and you can't wander around in skimpy you know short towels um or other provocative um gear right Um, and uh, you know um you have to book your shower by the way um yeah we have a we have a rotor for that and a a rotor for shopping and uh, cleaning um yeah, and we have a forfeiture thing. If you swear or, or leave anything out, you know, you get fined. Okay. Uh, but I think you'll love it here.
0: Yeah? Can I see <laughs> the room?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the room? Um, no, 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 sorry. You, 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 the, the, the existing tenant is asleep up there.
0: Right, okay.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: All right, well, thank you for your time and for the, the water, Uh
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, well, I hope you got a good understanding of how how it works here.
0: Did you move my shoes? They were there.
1: No, no, I'm not a shoe fetishist. Um, what are you suggesting?
0: Oh, they're on the shoe rack. Thank
1: you. Okay, oh, Um, yes, yes, I put them there. Yeah, you you didn't want to comment on that. you know, the first thing that happens when you walk in, you know, no, not there, there, you know, can't you see? Isn't it obvious? But there we are. I didn't want you to feel uncomfortable.
0: Okay. Thank I you don't... for your time. Good luck with the the search for a new housemate. I'll be in touch.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that was quite a sort of you know awful experience for you there, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I hope I don't come across like that. I know I'm very particular, but I do like to. I do say Mikasa is yes Sukasa, <laughs> whatever it is. Mikasa is Sukasa. Yeah. Friends,
1: family, always welcome. Dinner parties—just make sure
0: you clean up after yourself and don't
1: yes. cause the riots. Do you how... ever find that that after you're, you you? Well, I mean, there are, there are people I know, we know
0: hmm.
1: who we invite, but they never invite us back.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, and they the always have some excuse,
1: like their house is a tip or. I don't know, you know, mm. but they, they never invite you back. I mean, I've got this whole concept of social debtors and social creditors, you know. So if someone owes you because you've invited them, they haven't, then they're your social debtor. Yeah. If they've invited you and you haven't, then you're they're your social creditor. You know, they you owe them one. Mm. But there are literally some people, then we must have invited them, particularly people we met through school, you know, the kids. Right. We just never, we never went to their house. And I, I could never understand why. You know, was there some guilty secret? Couldn't they cook? Mm. Were they worried they'd have a row? I don't know. It was really weird. And eventually it got to the point where you just had to say enough. Enough is enough.
0: Yes.
1: Why do you think people do that?
0: Uh, Maybe they just feel underappreciated or there's only, I mean, it's not always tit for tat, is it? it? But uh, it is nice to, have the invitation
1: extended. But uh Yeah. I mean I don't sit there counting how many times have we invited, but I I do know the people that have never invited us, because you remember that. I can't mm. remember. And I don't want to remember if it's three, four, or any other number. You know, that's that's not even the way I think. Yeah. But I do remember that we've invited people consistently who for some reason have never found it possible to invite us but either it's something to do with us or the fact that they never invite anybody. Um Yes. I don't know which way
0: it is. I prefer the latter because I, pre-COVID, I extended, I'd invite people out a lot of the time. It'd either be a, an event that I've got a spare ticket for or it's something that's part of a club that I'm a member of. But I'm like, don't worry about the cost. like It's covered. Just come along, bring yourself. They'd either decline or, yeah, they'd come. And then I never hear from them it, for another six months. And I'm like, oh. Okay, so, and then they'd say, oh, I see that you were at that event. Can I come along next time? I was like, well, yeah, you're always welcome, but I've not done anything with you. So, yeah, it's fine to just drop people off and not invite them again.
1: <laughs> I think you do get to the point where you have to get the tipex, you know, that correction fluid from the old yeah. days of typing. And just run a line through their name in your life. You know, mm. obviously, these days you can delete them, but in your mind, you need to sort of have their name and just smudge white Tipex fluid all over it. So they've just gone.
0: Yeah.
1: You Tipex them out of your life. Yes. And you, you have to post- say, look, no. Yeah. These people are not worth it.
0: Exactly. So if they don't value you, don't say, send a thank you card.
1: I used to have a way of upsetting people who arrived, you know, that if they brought something that looked like miserable flowers or a really shitty bottle of wine, I would always say, oh, I see you dropped by the Esso station as a last-minute thing, did you? You know, and um, that's always quite hurtful. Mm -hmm. Gets things off to a bad start.
0: Mm. it's quite funny. But then things can only get better from there.
1: Indeed.
0: Or oh, can they?
1: <laughs> well yeah. I'm getting all sorts of strange noises, you know, because I'm out, out here in the street really with the van door open.
0: Oh, I can't hear anything.
1: Yeah, there's screamings. You know, probably should be calling the police.
0: Mm.
1: In all the years I've been here, I've never known what number you use for calling the police in France, you know, so I never have. <sighs> it's very, very dangerous calling the police on neighbours though. Because um they tend, to, they tend to find out that you called them.
0: Oh.
1: And then that's not very good for sort of local relations and hospitality. We have talked about neighbors. But mm. um, yeah, you know, you, we invite our neighbors here quite a lot. The, we're here in France. We do an English breakfast, a so full English for our French neighbors. Mm. Um, so rather a strange arrangement. I go around there with all the stuff and cook it on their outdoor grill for them. And over the years they've grown to love all those little details of the full English breakfast, which initially they were a bit hesitant about, Um, you know, for instance, the baked beans, the HP sauce Mm -hmm. and the black pudding, although they have something similar in France called boudin noir.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, They like our sausages and our thick cut bacon. They don't really have proper bacon here. No, It's great Uh, that they
0: enjoy those, those treats that they, that you get. It's, I feel that when I go to certain houses of friends or family, if something's been reoccurring throughout the visit, I'm like, oh, well, we've not had the traditional, so to say, uh, item. I'm like, oh, when's it coming out? And if you don't have it, you think, oh, my goodness, how can I have been to Melissa's house and she didn't do that this time? And that's probably Mm. the thing you've been hoping to get on that visit because... It's their significant yeah. thing. So, yeah. I was just
1: thinking about um, this, although you know, it's not really relevant for me at my stage in life. But for you chaps out there, it might be quite useful to, um, to think about offering the girls that you're interested in, you know, a choice of pillows for the night, like like those hotels do. You know, you can have this pillow or that pillow, whatever. Wow. And, and maybe you could put a little sort of mini kettle and a tea station in in the bedroom for them to. Make their favorite hot chocolate, you know, last thing at night.
0: Daniel, that is very sound advice. I gave that advice to one of my old housemates. They only had, I think, one pillow on their double bed. And I was in their room just watching TV with them, nothing of that sort going on with just, just friends. And I thought, oh, you're leaning back on a pillow. Where's, where's mine? Like, you, you seem <clears throat> quite comfortable. And they had spare pillows, but they were under the bed. I was like, why don't you get the spare pillows out? Because if you were to have a girl here, what are you going to do? Just be like, oh, like, that was great sex. Go to sleep without a pillow. I've got mine. Like, no. So I actually bought them some spare pillowcases, and then they got the other pillows out. And uh,
1: <coughs> Did it work I, for them?
0: I think it did. Mm. Yes. Yes. So, uh, and they, yeah, they, pretty- I mean,
1: I, I, it just occurs to me, uh, Sarah, that in, in the way that my fiendish mind works, that one way of, of, you know, there's always that embarrassing scene. You see it in the dramas and the movies, you know, there's the guy and the girl, mm. and they're at the door. He's walked her home, or she's somehow, it's, it's probably he's walked her home.
0: Yeah.
1: And he, he wants to get in, you know, for that drink or something. Uh huh. Well, I mean, you know, when I I guess if I was trying to get a girl back in this day and age, I, I just sort of, whilst we were out, maybe at the bar even, I just produced one of those tick box breakfast menus, you know, um, and just slip her the breakfast menu, you know, the sort of thing you can hang on the door, it's kind of like, mm. like a hanger on the end of it, hasn't it? So you can just tick your breakfast menu for, for delivery to your room in the morning, you know, just sort of say, look. I, I think we're getting along fabulously. Well, would you like just just like to choose your breakfast? Yeah. And you you don't you you don't then have to discuss all the intervening bits. You see, you don't have to sort of talk about going home. You just say, look, just just jump to the, the day after.
0: Yeah, and then the wedding she, the day she, after that.
1: And she could uh, she could say, Well, I'll come round in the morning for breakfast then, shall I?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. I like this,
0: that. I am getting it, Daniel. And I think it's blooming genius. I'll come round for breakfast, but she's there the night before.
1: Maybe I'm we should um <laughs> can we can we advertise a sort of a, a thing that people can download on our on our Instagram or something? I can design one. Yeah. Which um, which would allow the chaps to just sort of go out ready, you know, equipped with um, a choice of breakfast, and they better have it, by the way. You know. Yeah,
0: when, I mean, there's always the delivery apps that can uh, they can quickly.
1: Oh yes, you could just you could just have the, the breakfast sent round these days, couldn't you?
0: Yes. So, but they need to be prepared and have that app on their phone.
1: Yeah. So I think I think all this part of this hospitality thing, mm. you know, which is what we're talking about, being a good host, you know, it's all part of, I mean, you know, if, if a guy says, why don't you come back with me and spend the night with me, you know, what, what should the girl say? What's uh-huh. the deal? I mean, you know, well, yeah. What's for have breakfast? You got, have you got have enough you got pillows
0: a... in breakfast?
1: <laughs> do you have two pillows? Do you have a range of drinks? Do you have ice? Mm. Uh, yeah. You know, do you have slippers? Do you have a... S- a spare dressing gown? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you have a sort of a vanity set for me? I mean, you know, have you thought about these things? You just think, I'm going to come around and slum it and then you're going to kick me out. No. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, it's not nice when you get kicked out or there's that awkward moment. And you... <laughs> Thankfully that's not happened to me for a very long time. You expect now, something Sarah, and then nothing gets delivered.
1: I've got nothing to tell me how long we've been talking as a matter of interest.
0: And isn't that great?
1: It is you, good.
0: There's no uh, Let me tell no you, know, it feels like
1: 43 minutes, 12 seconds.
0: Uh, we started recording at 59. 15.59. We've almost reached an hour.
1: Oh. that's yeah. We've done an hour.
0: Yeah. I know. And mm. I'm surprised Zoom hasn't kicked us off, because this is the technology we're using <laughs> for this episode. And, uh, Thank you, Zoom. Yes, yeah, so hospitable
1: of Very hospitable. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's how the word hospitable and hospital are quite similar, really.
0: Mm. Yes,
1: for two very different different meanings. Well, you told me you went to the hospital club once, so I, I don't know. You know, maybe it's the same.
0: Yeah.
1: I... Now, Sarah, do you have anything useful to add, or should we call this to an end?
0: I think if. Just to be still on the hospitability side if you have people turning up with children, always make sure you've got some scrap paper and a pen Yep Just to like get the Sound
1: advice
0: Yes, You've got that adult sorted, you've got a jar of olives, you've got some sun-dried tomatoes, you've got some wine, you've got some gin and tonic Kids can have water maybe some juice if you're having gin and juice the thing about this van,
1: the thing about this van is that it's got absolutely everything in it somewhere in a miniaturized form. That's the secret of this van is to be miniaturized. You, I mean, like, talking about being a good host and a good mm. guest, we went around to see some friends in this van who were around the corner, actually, we know some people. And they are known to be a bit scatty, actually. <sighs> and um, we were invited and it turned out that um, they were cooking um, you know, some sort of pork or gammon joint, I can't remember which. Um, and uh, the hostess said, um, Oh, you know, I'm terribly sorry, but there's going to be no mustard, as if that was a, a prime requirement. But you see, mm-hmm. when, when I'm here in Dolly and I'm looking at it right now, I have a massive bowl full of all sorts of condiments that I've nicked, purloined, <laughs> acquired, liberated, freed, you know, or sometimes even bought, but that's rare. Yeah. <laughs> from various. You know, places that we've been over the years so, i mean in fact when she said she had no mustard i was able to save the day and, and i could ask her this question do you want english french smooth or french grainy dijon and i had all of that covered and and sort of the van is it's just one of these amazing things where i've got everything i, I remember once i came back through the tunnel in dolly mm. and the lady there was, there was a car in front of us with two ladies i think a mum the the grandmother and the the son, like a teenage son. And I don't think he'd enjoyed himself in France with those two ladies very much. I I could see that. And on the way back, he was being a bit of a lout. And he was leaning against the side of the car with his legs pressed against the side of the carriage. So he sort of wedged there. And at Mm -hmm. some point, he must have over-pressurized it because the glass of the window on the passenger door just shattered. What? And spilled. Yeah, he must have been pressing too hard. And he just... Caused the window to cave in and it went into those, you know, hundreds of thousands of little squares that it does,
0: mm-hmm. but all
1: over the inside of the car. And they called Eurotunnel on the intercom and said, Can you help? You know, Have you got a dustpan and brush? No. Have you got them? no? No. But I was behind them. I said, You know what you need, madam? You need a dustpan and brush. Went into the van, got her a dustpan and brush. And then I said, You know what you need? You need someone to cut you a template um, and tape it over the open window so you can drive home. I have some cardboard. I have an (laughs) eye. I have some tape. (laughs) Everything was in the van somewhere. You know, absolutely, this van can deal with absolutely anything. Uh Uh, It's just Jane has Jane is a miracle of miniaturisation, and it's just got um, anything you can imagine. Uh, in in some form or another, and, and we've got a whole games thing here. I was just about to say, you we're talking about entertaining children with pen and paper. Mm. We've got a whole thing of, of pop up games, you know, the, the sort of spring loaded type boards and things, so that that you can um, you can suddenly turn this into a, a bit of a gaming van as well. Yeah. So yes, I mean that's part of hos- being hospitable, being a good host is just having, you know, the nows, the forethought. To have things properly prepared.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And That's not great. making it so rigid and so uh, sort of... Um, restricted. Restricted that the, the the guest feels that they're living on, walking on, you know, on broken glass. That mm. If they put a foot wrong, there'll no. be a disaster. No. So there we are. Our thoughts on being the host, being the guest, no. and and being polite.
0: Being polite, that's it. And just always remember, whether you had a good time or not, send that thank you card. Or you can just leave a review, give us five stars and share the podcast. (laughs) A
1: a text isn't the same as a thank you card, just in case anyone was wondering. Thanks so much for a wonderful weekend. No, go to the trouble of getting a card, writing something and putting a stamp on it. Yeah, there we go. All right. that's not no. gonna work, is it? That's not gonna work.
0: No, who knows? Right, Daniel, shall we wrap it up there?
1: I think we should.
0: You're going to hit the beach, give out some free drinks.
1: Yep, i um, Dolly is is. Um, we've got some um, whew, those delicious um, pickled onions that Jane gets from Waitrose. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. They'll go down a treat.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay. Well, so, listeners. Sarah. Yes, Daniel?
1: Do you think this is working, the Zoom business?
0: I think it's great. Yeah, listeners, let us know. But for now, I'm going to wrap up the show. So, guys, as I said, listen, like, subscribe, and we'll join you on another episode of Home's Fun Wisdom. Talks with my neighbour. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye.